The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The brain is our personal tool to keep us at our best and realize self-esteem. The mind, body, and immune system work together to help us make the right choices and to reach our purpose and potential. Welcome to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Lindsay and her guests are the go-to experts when it comes to relationships, sexuality, parenting, and wellness. We're here to enlighten and inform you. Now, here is your host, Lindsay Levinson. Hi, I'm Lindsay Levinson. I am your host here at Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. I am so glad that each of you are tuned in. I really appreciate it. I appreciate so much that you follow this show each week, even if you just happened upon it. I appreciate it all. There's a loyal following, and with Facebook and Twitter and Google and all you radio listeners, you know, we've got a really large community. A lot of growth is happening. I hope you are checking in to some of the places that you can and watching this growth because you're part of what's making it happen. Facebook, our address, it's just illuminating now. All one word. Twitter, at sign illuminating now. Qualityforlifecoaching.com, that's my website. And there's no numbers and no spaces, qualityforlifecoaching.com. Lots of stuff there, iTunes, music videos, press releases, new information, all the guests, their bios, lots of stuff. You should check it out. It's always changing. Our guest today, Daniel Leo Richard, has a URL, and I haven't introduced him yet, and I will, but peacecompass.org. And Compass is spelled with two S's, so I believe he can clarify when I do introduce him in a couple minutes, but I believe it would be www.peacecompass, all one word, .org. Today is part one of a part two series. So you're going to want to stay tuned today, and you're going to want to listen next week as well. When you hear about this guest, okay, because Daniel's clairvoyant, so how interesting is that? And he's using this ability to help those all over the world in creating the lives that they are meant to lead and to live. So I want to tell you about our guest, as I always do. I read a little bio about our guest. Daniel wrote this, and it's quite poetic. So he is a clairvoyant life coach. He is a sacred activist, a poet, a spiritual artist. Here's a bio written by Daniel. In a time long ago, long, long ago, there lived humanity, and there was peace in the land. Then came who knows what, throwing our world into disharmony. Was it this? Was it that? It really does not matter. What happens is what is now at hand, a world in potential disrepair, seeking to find itself in the flicker of the crisp night air. Seeking peace? Seeking love, seeking shelter from the rough tyrant's glare. Where to turn, where to go, the journey is unknown, yet is still there. 
A light keeper comes forth bearing their soul, a torch in the eclipse of the human whole, walking along ever so bright, showing the way that was thought to be not. Show the way, please, gentle one, one carrying the light, that way, pointing to the seeker's sight. Confused and unsure, asking again, where might I go? Where you travel, travel light. How you travel, travel bright. Bright and travel far, as far as your sight. Danielea Richard. He has found his external expression of himself through his works of poetry. Teaching, teaching meditation for over 10 years, leading global meditations for peace. There will be and is already starting a time when humanity will be as one to live and love through peace, balance, and harmony. That's a quote from him. Life is sacred. Life is beautiful. He was born with psychic abilities and honing his psychic abilities as a French-speaking child learned to apply these skills in day-to-day life. He was also trained in a clairvoyant spiritual practice becoming a director for a spiritual center in Kelowna, Canada. Daniel is a very passionate and enthusiastic person. You're going to see that. He strives to help people discover who they are, who, what is their authentic self, and offer tools and services to maintain that they can be that in their day-to-day life. If you don't find him online, you can find him with the comfort of his spiritual and artistic family continuously moving forward with ways to raise consciousness of the, and, and the well-being of life, love, and peace on earth. That is beautiful. There's a lot of poetry there. There's a lot of meaning there. There's a lot of passion there. So I just want to say thank you so very much. I want to welcome you to the show, Daniela Richard. It's really such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you for inviting me to the show. I'm really appreciating being here. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's so interesting, and I think people can get a lot from learning sort of some of the mysteries of this. So let's kind of go. It's a two-part show, and we're going to start back at basics, kind of you growing up as a clairvoyant. Like, you know, what does that mean? I mean, what? when did you first discover that you were clairvoyant? When I first discovered it, it was sort of, by accident, I thought everybody could do what I was doing. I thought it was just sort of normal practice and everybody sort of tuned in. Uh, I grew up sort of um, isolated from people being a French kid in an English culture, so it kind of differenti- differentiated me from everybody else. So I didn't really discover that until much later. I was about kind of 10 or 11 or so when I started to discover not everybody used the uh, like intuitive skills and clairvoyant skills to kind of guide themselves in life. And so that's how I technically discovered it, and it's like, oh, well, this is neat and fascinating. How come I can do that? Um, but I've remembered things since I was a little kid. The first memory, I remember I was sitting in the back of a car, and I was watching a bicyclist riding alongside the highway, and I could see this kind of triangle shape near their kind of abdomen and chest area, and as they were breathing, the triangle would disappear, and as they would kind of exhale, it would come back up to their chest, and it would kind of be like this cartoon-like thing, like an accordion or something that would go hmm. in there. And I thought it was fascinating. And, and I had to be in a booster seat when I saw this because I could see 
over the door panel out at this bicyclist there. So that, right. that's the first memory that I can remember. Wow. So, but at that point, you don't know that anyone else doesn't see that, but you're just right. sort of mesmerized But how interesting that is. Yeah, absolutely. Did it have meaning for you? I mean, could did, even at that young age, were you interpreting with that triangle or in or out or even what you saw? Were you making meaning or you could just see something that now you can look back and realize there was oh, more I depth? Mean, I make meaning about everything. So if there's <laughs> something that's like, oh, there's a feather on the ground. Oh, there's someone talking about this today. I, there's always some sort of uh, seed behind that that I look for and what is the seed or the meaning how did that get there and I always look for the depth of the situation which as you and I'm, I'm you know skipping around because I still want to talk about your childhood but as you get older you start to realize that that meaning those are really kind of gifts right they're messages I mean you're someone you're clairvoyant you're getting information it's not that you just get to decide what the meaning is it's information's being delivered to you as long as you pay attention you're in awareness and you can do interpretation of what this is, right? I mean, that's kind of where Absolutely. you Yeah. And then the other thing to add to it, uh, I don't know where the quote comes from, but it, it, uh, what someone sees or the perspective is always in the eye of the beholder. So there's always going to be different kind of lenses, if you will, that people see things from. And ultimately, what I help try to help people with is come from the highest perspective or the highest vibration to have the most meaning or the most significance and essentially kind of in layman's terms, the kind of highest value of it uh, for people to understand and give to themselves. That's great. I mean, I'm, I'm so anxious to talk about all parts of your life and, and, and then what you do and share a little of how I met you, which I will share, but we're, I'm going to stay with your childhood a little bit and say, okay, so who do you first tell about any of this and how do they handle it? It was actually in a schoolyard. We were playing uh, basketball, and we were just playing around, and I was picking up on there was someone who was really, really angry, and people weren't really noticing uh, what was going on, and I just knew there was someone who either they were really hurt and really angry about it, and I was trying to tell people about this, and they're like, yeah, whatever, and they're just kind of blowing it off. And I was like, no, serious, you, you got to pay attention to this. And it was later that day, that was during kind of the lunch break, the basketball game, but after school that day, um, they actually picked a fight with someone and uh, someone got seriously hurt that day. So that was part of that kind of first exploration of that. And then people started to listen to me after that. It's like, okay, maybe there's something to this person about what they're saying. It's just not, it's not total nonsense. There's something to this. What's that about? Wow. Yeah, so you start to earn a little bit of credibility, and then the more you say, that's where the credibility gets built. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, I want you to define kind of for you, maybe it's the definition for everyone, but, you know, what does being clairvoyant entail? I mean, go a little deeper for us so people who are listening either don't know it all and are like, clairvoyant, what, is that a psychic, a medium, he talks to the dead, like, there's people who don't know and just are thinking what they think, and then there's people who, again, do know, but they might have it wrong. So I'd like you to speak to what this means um, and what it entails for your life. Okay, well, clairvoyant, uh, Latin word, just simply means clear seeing. So that, in its simplicity, is what it means. It's your ability to clearly see something. Now, everyone's going to have their own, what I call their own information about how to see things, how to clearly see things, and their 
you know, life experiences, um, if people are integrating in what I call past life information, there's a whole bunch of kind of attributes or pieces that people integrate in terms of clear scene. So just to kind of, you know, a common thing out there are relationships. And when people have enough experience with different types of relationships, they get clearer and clearer about the type of person they want to be in relationship about. That is a clear perspective. So whether that's a clear scene perspective or some other level of clarity, it, it does come down to a point where you're starting to see things clearly. So whenever there's a truth, there's often always something that's truer. And so it's really about getting deeper and deeper into the truth of things. And you find a certain truth, you learn a little bit about it, and then you find a new truth that makes that even more truer than what was there before. So it's really about getting deeper and deeper and using your clear scene to get deeper and deeper. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, it does. And and as I said, we, we are going to travel as an adult, but I really, you know, I'm I'm savoring the chance to, to capture some of this as a young boy, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, you know, as you're sort of capturing not just your own ability to realize that you have this clear seeing, but also you're starting to get the credibility behind you of being able to speak and people realize, whoa, okay, <laughs> he he's for real. Like, oh, wait, we should be listening to him. So, okay, you're going through this childhood phase. In those earlier years, before you become an adult, because I'm going to be asking you about that too, but how did you apply these gifts into your day-to-day life between, I don't know, 10 to 20 years old, 10 to 18? You know, how did you, because you didn't, you weren't choosing a career per se, you're in school, but how do you apply these? Well, one of the areas was in sports. I was actually very good at anticipating things and being able to see, you know, say soccer, I'd be able to see where the ball was going to go before it was even passed over there. And so I guess it technically might be cheating, but I don't know. I was doing <laughs> something. Uh, and so they had me as the last man back in, you know, soccer. And basically most of our games were shutouts. Um, and if anything got by me, we had a really great goalkeeper. Um, so we'd, you know, go on to win, um, you know, the provincials or the state championships and, you know, travel different places as a soccer team. And I'd use my clear scene and my intuitive abilities to, you know, do really well at sports. Uh, and it helped that I was athletic as well. Nice. Nice. Okay. All right. So we move toward adulthood. And what types of things do you see as the transition? As You know, what, could, could you identify that? Do you feel like you could see, wow, now I'm, you know, again, whatever that age is for you, 18, 20, 22, you know, could you see what was different, the power in being more of an adult and how you would use these skills as an adult? To be honest, I didn't get there until I was about 21, 22, maybe 20. But from about 17 to 20, because of what I was seeing in the world, 17 to 20, I was that was the late 90s there. Um, I was pretty freaked by what I was seeing. There was all this Iraq stuff, and it, it was scary to kind of watch this with, like, all the potential in the world of, you know, the, the fear mongering that was there and the fear building and all that. So I kind of shut down during that time a little bit. I kept it alive. I still used it kind of internally. And as I hit about um, 2021, 
then I started to start to express it in a kind of more global scale, and I was starting to kind of get interested in kind of activism and starting to help people in their personal lives as well with it. I found that was the um, most ease and the most grace um, of an expression I could use when I was helping others with it. So what can you see, uh, you know, as, as an activist and, you know, is it world things that you see? Is it people's personal things that you see, you know, as you choose to be an activist and choose to help people individually? You know, what can you see? I mean, people want to know that, you know, are you a mind reader? Do you know what's going to happen next in someone's life? Do you know what's going to happen next in the world? Like, what do you see and, and what do you, how do you use the skills okay. as an adult? Yeah. All right, so the way I use the skills is from a concept I call spiritual free will. So what that entails is it pulls away from the fortune-telling aspect that's often known in the psychic communities or in that world. And basically, the spiritual free will concept is about being in the moment of now and what's going on right now, firsthand, first and foremost, and then helping guide people in a direction that they're wanting to genuinely go. So as an, sort of a, an extreme example, you can take what I call a, um, a swag guess, which is a sophisticated, wild, blank guess. And, <laughs> you know, you can gander what's going to happen, And for example, like someone who's addicted to drugs. And you can guess at some point they're going to hit a brick wall. But you never actually know until that moment that they actually hit it. And so basically, you can help guide people up until that very last moment before they hit the brick wall. And then they, and it respects their free will. And at that very last moment, they can change course. And that's how I help people um, transition is up until that very last moment, I can help guide them into a different uh, direction. I can, I can see it coming and that kind of swag guess. And then I can help kind of guide them and it's like hey you got the storm coming you know you might need to uh, you know have an umbrella that day or you know that kind of thing and that's one of the aspects in terms of the personal and then sometimes people really want to improve the quality of their life you know their life is going great it's like hey it's pretty good but I want to do some improvement on myself so I also I help people with clearing limitations to those so basically what a limitation might be as an example Sometimes people are stuck in habits or patterns that are sort of subconscious or unconscious, and I can help people dig those up and bring those to the surface through my clear seeing and help give them next steps to break through those patterns and those habits uh, as part of that example. And then on a global level, well, that's a big can of worms, to be honest, but uh, (laughs) there's all these, you know, Basically, there's sort of the sense that we're coming up to this brick wall on the planet, or some people think we've already hit the brick wall with um, all the devastations, and you know, I don't need to go down that road, but people understand, comprehend all the kind of unhealthy stuff that's happening on the planet. And basically, I look at that stuff as sort of compost. It's a lot of really rich nutrients for growth and um, really compelling humanity to move forward and i really see humanity on the brink of taking this giant leap as a giant like one giant community and really coming together breaking down a lot of the bridges and that's what i do on a global level is i i see this space of there's a lot of people wanting to come together in community and harmony and i help kind of like a compass in a sense and you know that's part of why i've named my website peace compass is sort of a guidance system is like, okay, we've got the space that, you know, a good 
portion of humanity is really hoping for and wanting to have and helping people get there. People don't know how to get there. They know that they want that. They just don't quite know how to get there yet. And so what I do is I help people get to those spaces that they're wanting to get to. How do you get people to, you know, and and I'm saying new people in your life, new clients, if they're coaching, if you join a group, you know, does it take a while to get credibility for people to know that, you know, what you're saying is, you know, where you're trying to lead them or what you're warning them might be a limitation they're about to hit or face or... You know, credibility. Is it hard to gain with folks? Um, it can be. Um, I find that skeptics, uh, like challenging situations, I find that when you first meet a person, there's often sort of this challenge dynamic, particularly in a personal growth space, because people are up against their blocks and their limitations, what they don't want to deal with. So, for example, like a smoker, they don't, you know, they want to quit, but they don't want to deal with having to quit because of whatever. And so, what typically can happen is that what they don't want to deal with so that they can quit and all those emotions, all that stuff can get projected onto people. And so I, I actually can thrive in that space and I can help kind of steer away from that because I don't take it personally and I can actually see what a person's wanting to get to. For example, that person wanting to quit smoking, I can tell that they have a lot of emotions to get through and I, I can give them skills and tools to get to where they're wanting to go. That's really awesome. I mean, it's just it's just such an awesome thing. I mean, it's it's really just to to walk with that. What kind of amazing purpose in life? You know, people look for their purpose, and to think that you have this. If someone was exploring their ability to see, um, you know, and they thought maybe they could or they don't know, but they'd like to know if if. You know, they could see what tips might you be able to lend for other people to expand or discover their own unique ability to see. First of, gift. first of all, I, I believe everybody has the capability to see. I, I have not met a person who does not have the ability to see. I've taught meditation for years, and I have people come up to me. It's like, okay, I close my eyes. All I see is you know darkness or blackness. I don't see anything. And then within like two weeks, like two classes, essentially, like, wow, I'm seeing all these wonderful colors. And this is a person who is like, I haven't seen anything in my entire life kind of reality. <laughs> and uh, so I have, I have yet to see a person who cannot see it. If you have an imagination, if you can see something, if you have dreams, anything like that, that is part of your clear seeing. And those are your abilities and skills. And it's really about connecting into those, tapping into those and using it in a day-to-day level rather than just in your dream world or in a fantasy, la-la, dream, um, you know, it would be nice if I could do that kind of space. It's really about, for me, it's really about making it real, using your clear scene essentially as a compass to help guide you in your life to walk your highest path. So do you have specific tips? I mean, so that's one tip is to say to people, you, you can, like start to open your mind to that, whether it's your dreams, this, that, you know, because sometimes it just takes somebody to say, you really can, you know, don't shut that down. Don't believe you can't see, you can. Now, where can you see? And you start to open up their ability to want to look at that. Are there techniques? Are there ways that you can give them tips to really 
you know, see more than they see, or they say, well, I dream, but that's not what I mean. I, I want, I want to know, you know, by day how to see things that are messages or universal energy or, you know, whatever things that might be something that, you know, their mind could take in, but they don't feel like they do. Okay. Two things. First one, it always starts with awareness. Is So whenever you catch yourself being able to see something, and everybody catches these glimpses, I kind of, um, I won't go into to big of an analogy here, but it, you, get, you start with an, an awareness, and then practice. So you get that awareness, you catch it, and you, you use it, you utilize it, and it may be a mistake, who knows, uh, but you're learning from it. And then you come back again, you try that awareness, you get that glimpse of something, you know, you get that hitch or that gut feeling. It's like, you know, I don't trust that person or I don't think I need to go out now. And, and you listen to those things, those little, little cues and those little, little messages that you pick up on. I, I don't know anyone who does not get those. Some people have really shut them down and they still get them. And it's really about listening and practicing and starting to trust that process and that follows in line with what I call your intention. And if you stick in line with your intention, starting with awareness, maintaining your intention and creating practice and practice and practice, it'll grow and grow and grow, snowball, what I call the snowball effect, and it'll get bigger and bigger. It starts off small, but it gets bigger and bigger. And there are many skills out there, some meditation tools that I offer um, that are a bit uh, complicated to explain in a radio interview. But essentially, be in a place where you're relaxed and where you can be alert. And that's where it comes from. That's so great. I love, I love all those things you just said. They're all such keywords for people to take in. We are going to go to break. We have more to talk about. And it is interesting. I mean, we're going to move into clairvoyant life coaching because I think that's so valuable, right? Like, wouldn't we all want a clairvoyant life coach and so many other things that Daniel is involved in but you know leaving off on that is is really precious as well so we are on illuminating now with our guest daniel leo richard and i am your host Lindsay levinson so stay tuned we've got good stuff coming up and we'll be right back the internet's number one talk station number one talk station VoiceAmerica.com Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. 
Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. To connect with Lindsay or her guest, please call in to the show at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to lindsay244 at sbcglobal.net. That's L-I-N-Z-I-244 at sbcglobal.net. Now, back to Illuminating Now. Hi, I'm Lindsay Levinson. I am your host. We are back, Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope that you will stay tuned in for the rest of this show. And I'll ask you to even come back next week because it's part two. This is a part two series. We have Daniela Richard on. And this is a clairvoyant life coach. This is a sacred activist, a poet, a spiritual artist. So great stuff we're talking about here. Super interesting We were talking about his life as a child, right? Like how many of us wonder, well, when are you a clairvoyant or how do you even know that? Or who do you tell? How does that stuff, you know, how do you delineate what you know from, you know, what's inside versus outside versus street smarts? But, you know, he's explaining this to us. And that's why I think this information is so valuable. He moved into starting to use these skills as an adult. And what it is for each of us to potentially tap into our own gifts of seeing, you know, clairvoyant, clear seeing. So what can you see? And if you think you can't see anything, 
Daniel's saying, we can all see something. So he has ways to help you with this. And so I think he, it's, it's awesome that he brought up words like using awareness and practicing and being okay with mistakes because then you practice more and you try again and your intention does matter. And he obviously offers meditation tools that run deeper and that's why you'd want to contact him. His website is www.peacecompass, spelled with two S's on the end. Some of us don't know that. Peacecompass.org. And it's all one word in the middle. So you should absolutely check that out and you should check him out. Okay, so Daniel, let's talk about, because I think this is just so phenomenal and such a phenomenal thing to do with this gift and talent and to have this life purpose, clairvoyant life coaching. Talk to me about, you know, did, did you know like that you would use that and, and create it? And I know that you have different levels. There's global ways that you can bring your gifts into the world and there's individual, but you know, how, how did you really come to terms with that you could really integrate this into a life coaching practice and really help people? Uh, that started, oh wow, that's um, 14 years ago now, so um, let me see if I can pull up that file. Um, <laughs> bringing this into present day kind of dynamic and helping people like this, I think it just sort of organically came about as I was sort of helping friends and family members, and I was seeing stuff that they weren't able to see within themselves. And because of that, they could start to kind of see that and start to kind of do a course correction in their lives, so to speak. And as I started to develop that more, I got a lot of uh, enthusiasm from it. And so I continued to follow that and got engaged with that more. And so I continued to develop that and I developed and I helped uh, be part of a spiritual center for about 10 years. And it was super, super rewarding. So I just kept kept uh, diving into that and opening that up and improving my practice and my skill set to be able to support others. And to be able to support another, I have to be able to do that first and foremost for myself. So, okay. And I want to ask you about yourself because, I mean, yeah, it, that's really a key question. So many of us can be coaches or therapists or do, do different things, but it's ironic how, you know, we might have issues with our own life, but absolutely brilliantly help others. And, but I want to ask you the definition again. I like to just go right to a basic because I'm picturing listeners. Listeners love basics. They like to just understand. Okay, okay wait, wait, you know, you went into that too fast. Back up. What is clairvoyant life coaching? What do you mean? Like you're a life coach or you're a clairvoyant or what do you mean a clairvoyant life coach? So, can you just answer, like, what is a clairvoyant life coach? Okay. So what I do is I listen to people, and people share what they're going through, whether they want to change their career or, you know, just what's going on in their lives. Kind of almost like a friend in a sense, and just they're just sharing stuff. Um, and I basically listen to that, and I believe people have their own answers, whether it might be filtered through something, and as I'm listening to the people communicate with me, I just sort of ask a couple very simple questions that, you know, triggers a response, obviously, and in that response, even if they don't hear it, I can actually hear their answers. They're actually giving me their answers. It's kind of becomes, it's muddled or filtered in their spaces because they've been thinking about it. It's their lives. 
their stuff, what they've been going through. And I fully believe that they actually have the answers. It's just a matter about getting clear in terms of what the answer is. And when, after sitting with them for like an hour, an hour and a half in the session, they, they by the time they leave, they're super clear about what they want to do. And it's just basically pulling the answers out of them. Rather than me giving them answers, I'm helping them discover what their own answers are in that situation. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. So now you mentioned this, and I said I want to get to go back to it, which is yourself. So can you, you know, are you able to see clearly your own life's path or how you're going to move forward or whatever? You know, the questions that you have, be it what a career or a relationship or, you know, some, some struggle that you sort of feel, can you actually stop and focus and then see so that you don't make mistakes or you know what to do with a mistake that just got made? Is it, is it simple for you or more complex because it's you? Probably both, to be honest. Um, I'll, I'll, let me give you a bit of a story about this uh, past summer here in uh, 2014. Okay. I basically, at the beginning of the summer, like May-ish, I told everyone in my family, okay, I'm hitting the reset switch. That might involve career, that might involve relationships, friendships, whatever, you know, everything pretty much. And I'm just going to kind of wipe the slate clean going to take the summer to sort this out. I just felt like something was not in alignment for me anymore. Something wasn't resonating for me. And here I am, you know, spiritual teacher, director of a center, and I'm not, I don't feel like I'm walking my talk anymore. So basically hit the reset switch. And as I've come out um, towards the uh, beginning of October, actually, it was sort of when the, that cycle, so to speak, the, the chaos of it all finally came to completion and basically everything from my past except for sort of a nuclear family like my parents and things like that have been sort of cleared from my life. It was quite shocking to see it all kind of fall apart in front of me and um, and, and as for humor what I tell people um, is I can write a really good country music song now. Um, well, <laughs> Family, lost my pickup truck, you know, all that kind of stuff, those, those old school country music songs. And um, so basically, it was really, 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 really rough. And I was actually surprised to see how much my life was out of alignment. At the same time, it has been the most amazing gift I could have given myself. And that's the kind of scary thing about it is because when people start to realize, oh, my relationship's not good for me anymore, or my work's not good for me anymore... And I've realized how painful it is to one if you're living in that space wherein it's not alignment, you're not in integrity anymore, and how painful it is on one. And then when you get out the other end, however scary it is, how deeply rewarding, how deeply valuable, invaluable the whole experience can be. I've made some of the most amazing friends, met some of the most amazing people I could have ever imagined in my life over those months from I hit the reset switch in May and July through July, August, September, October, and I'm still meeting amazing people. And, um, and part of this peacecompass.org is a part of that whole reset switch I've done as, as I'm launching a whole new career. And, um, 
Yeah, it's been absolutely amazing. So to answer your question, it's both simple and complex at the same time, both scary and extremely exciting as well, and the whole gamut of everything with that. Wow. Wow. So do you believe when you, ha- when you, you know, are connected or living or existing, in, you know, with a high vibration, and I guess I'll just say again, connected to that, just such a high vibration, and, and you can tell yourself, you know, something's not right, this is incongruent, incongruent, I'm out of alignment, whatever that is, um, I guess I want. I have two thoughts on this that come up for me. So one is, but I want to ask sort of about again the big picture for you. Do you see yourself as a manifester? Do Do you believe that you know no matter I like I don't know what the other side holds. I know something's wrong now. You know there. You know homeostasis is off. This is this isn't the life. It's not right. So I've got to reset. But do you believe that you can manifest even if you're not positive? what it is you just know i need i need to make it right i need it all to feel right i need the friends to be true i need to you know so these are the things i wish for i don't exactly know how it pans out but i hit reset and take that chance and then you know do you consider yourself a manifester and and that you know you'll manifest those changes absolutely and i i can attest to that just through what what my life looks like right now so part of the what i wanted And my reset switch is I wanted to be in a community of solid people that I could genuinely care and love about each and every one of them in that community. And not about like intimate relationships, like friendships, whereas like I really genuinely love them. Like it is really about that dynamic. And um, I can totally attest to that now with what's going on in my life now. It's just amazing. I live um, in, in an artist collective, a spiritual artist collective now. And the people surrounding this community around the Artist Collective, they're solid people, amazing group of people, and we're actually in the process of changing our community here through art, spiritual art, and heart-based intentions, and it's absolutely amazing what's happening in the city I live in. And I'm starting to see these dynamics starting to have a ripple effect in other cities also. It's pretty amazing. That would be totally amazing. That would be completely amazing. So, okay. And so my next word that was coming up for me, so manifestation is one. And again, everything in clear seeing, I think, has something to do with maybe the word premonition. But would you call it that? Do you, are, do you have premonitions? You know, do you just know something's not right with anyone when you're coaching someone or yourself? Or do you have very specifics where you can see, you know, what's not right? Like, you know, I and maybe again, you don't know the outcome of what will be, but you know, this must change. Here's the premonition. This has to go away. This has to be changed. This is where the poison is. You know, do you do you have premonition specific to what has to be removed or changed? Yeah, I have. When people come in, when I first meet them, uh, I can get a clear sense of what, what's what I call off with the person, kind of like an on-off switch and a like. Socket is, I can get a sense of what's off with that person pretty quickly. And depending on who the individual is and if they're a client or a friend and so forth, I will point to that kind of stuff. Um, years ago, I used to do like fortune or future predictions, and it used to make me really unwell. And it would actually create the, you create these self-fulfilling prophecies where 
you because you're in the future all the time, you kind of it's often very fear-based. And oh, this bad thing's going to happen. Oh, that negative thing's going to happen, or all this sort of stuff. So I really start to focus on what's happening in the moment, and because this is where all the action is, this is where life is. And so I really focus on what's happening now, what's really out of balance now, and what can we do that. And then as part of that, you start to plan for the future and what, where's the direction you're wanting to go? Are you wanting to be happier? Are you wanting to be um, you know, more comfortable within your own skin kind of thing and starting to get a sense of where you're at now. And the term I use for that is called validation. And from a place of validation, you you shift what's out of balance and you start to give yourself more validation. You get deeper sense of validation of sort of your higher calling or your higher purpose or basically in layman's terms for out, people out there who are listening, this is basically be authentic and real. Okay. Yeah, which is something we work with a lot on this show. You know, the key to the key to so much of being okay with yourself or finding seriously like pure joy or true bliss or these things connect somehow to authenticity. And uh, a lot of people are not living with that and not because they choose not to. They just, <laughs> they're not really enlightened to the idea of what that really means to be able to to truly understand authenticity and, and step into it. It takes a lot of bravery and courage sometimes to to move into authentic living. So yeah. I like I like that you bring that up. I wanted to ask you, are you are you seeing things and do you see things that scare you? Like that that you don't want to necessarily see. And maybe they are the future. Or or can you limit that? Can you be in the now and just can you control Hey, I'm clear seeing. I want to work as an activist. I want to help people. Like these are what this is what I want. And you know, and again, as a manifester, like you want to put your energy into this and this and this, and you know that you have the ability to really offer some gifts in these areas. Or do, are you sometimes? I don't know if the word haunted fits, but you know, sometimes things you can see things whether you like it or not, and you wish you really couldn't, but you can. Are, are there those things that happen, or can you sort of? you know, design a world where that's not happening to you because you don't want it to. In the, in the recent years, not the case. In previous years, that would have been the case somewhat. And part of what I've learned is taking more ownership of my emotional reality, what's happening with my emotional experience. So part of the dynamic with emotions is they can be very irrational. Like you turn on a light switch, it's like, one person's like, oh, finally. The other person's, oh, what do you do that for? Like everybody's got a different r- emotional response or reaction to everything. And as you start to get, as one starts to get more emotional and mastery, then they can actually start to consciously choose what emotions they're going to have in any given situation. And if something really ruffles my feathers, I take some time. I have some skills, some personal skills I've developed to deal with that stuff and that Maybe may involve letting go of judgment. That may involve letting go of something. But I take the time to work through that before I get clear. Before I'm clear-headed enough to make a very responsible choice in a situation. If something really ruffles me and riles me up, I'm going to take some time before I make a decision. And a clear decision is my intention with what I do. Boy, the world could stand to learn something from that for all of us. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of shift you to aura. 
you know, people hear about auras, spiritual growth readings. So you're involved in these. Um, and people hear these terms don't, again, some of them know a lot about it. Some don't know anything and some know something and would like to learn more. So what are aura and spiritual growth readings? Okay, so basically an aura, another way to frame that to help people understand is like personal space. So it's basically like an aura reading is a personal space reading. So basically one looks at your personal space, habits, patterns, things that are influencing it, limitations to the flow of one's energy system, that kind of thing, and then supports with taking next steps with ultimately more flow in their space. Uh, In terms of personal growth, um, you know, similar effect to what I just mentioned, um, to kind of add an extra layer to it, it's really about improving one's life, improving the quality of one's life, and to a certain degree in the quantity of one's life, and that may be the quantity of love, that may be the quantity of something more physical, um, whatever it might be in terms of what that person's intention is. Okay, that's uh, that's great. You know, I I know that I... I, I had a reading with you over the phone. I was sort of blown away. And I want to ask you, because there's lots of people who want to know, how do you give readings over the phone when someone's not actually with you? How do we do a, a live radio interview um, technology-wise? It, it's happening. We're interconnecting here. It's much the same. Well, for me, it's much the same. Um, basically... Um, we can get into some kind of quantum physics stuff if you want to explain it that way. But like Einstein had this theory that you could actually fold time and space, for example. So that was his idea, his concept of how to travel across the universe is that you could actually fold time and space and then you'd be at that exact spot on the other side of the universe in like a split second kind of thing. So when you start to get into this – this might – go over a couple of people's heads, but when you start to go get into kind of the spiritual realms, you got physical dimension, which is really about push-pull, linear thinking, you know, time and space. If I want to get across the room, it takes time and space to get over there. i got to move my physical body over there. And that's a very physical energy. When you start to get into spiritual energy and kind of spiritual dimensions, time and space kind of becomes non-existent. Um, just to kind of point to that, if you stepped off the planet, and you are out in outer space, what is an hour? What is a second? What is a day? And those are all things that are associated with, you know, being on the ground here on the earth. So when you start to get into um, outside of physical energy and start to dive into spiritual energy, physical space starts to become a non-issue or non-existent. You can actually, it's almost like you're face-to-face with the person. Wow. That's really intriguing. You know, I always thought of it as energetic, that you're picking up energy, which I'm sure is part of everything you're saying, but that's that's just um, kind of profound that the time and space doesn't really matter when you move into a spiritual realm. Um, you know, we're going to run out of time. We always, the shows go so fast, so I'm going to just ask you to, you know, sort of briefly talk about, so sacred activism, because I know that's something big for you, and spiritual activism, mystical but speak to me, you know, for a minute on that because I want to hear about it. And, um, you know, we have to be brief, but I do want to hear about it. Okay. Do I have time to read a poem? You have about a minute. About a minute? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, no, let me just read the top piece of the poem. And then um, in terms of the defining aspect of the poem. So um, I, I'm going to dub it mystical activism. So mystical. Mystical is of a spiritual, esoteric, and mysterious state. 
mysterious depth, love, truth, so much more. Activism, vigorous action to create and affect change. So mystical activism sort of defined more as what I call sacred moxie. So spiritual action to affect change in a deep and profound way for the protection of love, truth, the sacred, and life. In walking a sacred path that is true and genuine for one, you transform yourself, the world around you, and beyond you. Love it. Love it. Okay. I hate to cut people off, but I'd love to hear the whole poem. I need to just say thank you, and I do have to close the show, so that's the brief part. But thank you so very much. I'm glad you're on next week because we're not done listening to this. But thank you so much for being on with us, Daniel. I so appreciate it. Fantastic. Thank you. Loving this. Yeah, so you'll stay on with me. Here we go. Today we talked about what it means to be clairvoyant and the specific story of Daniel Leo Richard, who shared details of his life. We learned about how he cultivated skills into adulthood, such that he could coach others to live their best life. Lindsay's life secret. Okay, what's that? Here it is. Some of us believe in clairvoyant skills or spiritual happenings, universal energy. You know, there are those of us who believe it. There are those of us who may not. Daniel came on this show to share his personal life story. He expanded on how he is using his gifts, his talents, his skills to help others and, frankly, change the world. I met Daniel because I asked him to do a reading for me on the phone. And you know what? I was so impressed. And I knew then and there he was credible. And I knew I was going to ask him to be on the show because I share amazing things. If I find someone with passion or talent or skills or gifts, I want you listeners to touch that somehow and see what you think. So I ask you listeners to give what you know and what you don't know a chance. It expands you as a human. And what Daniel brings is a true gift, the potential to enrich your life. www.peacecompass.org. Check it out. Check this person out. Get a reading. I know you people are busy. I know you can use your time any way you want. We live such crazy, busy lives, so to stop and listen to any show, good for you. You want to learn and you want to grow. To pick this show, wow, I'm really grateful. You chose Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. That actually means a lot to me. And I know that you're doing it time and time again because I'm watching the growth of the community. And it is phenomenal. So I thank you and gratitude will always be offered to you. There are so many gifted and passionate people that can touch our lives. I am hoping that you'll touch base with Daniel. I'm hoping you'll check out his website. I'm really hoping you enjoyed the show today. And I'm really hoping that you'll tune in next week for part two of the series. This is Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. I'm your host, Lindsay Levinson. Our guest has been Daniel Leo Richard. And... We really wanted to bring you some value, some options, some creative ways to think, and someone who's clear seeing, touching your life, how great would that be? So thanks for listening, and I just really want you all to have a blessed and precious week. Thanks. Thanks for joining us for Illuminating Now, Lindsay's Life Secrets. Please join Lindsay Levinson again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 